0: Hi, welcome back to Two Sober Chicks. I'm Julie. And I'm Lisa. We are podcasting today from snowy Toronto.
1: Yay. It is like blizzard-like conditions out there today. So beautiful. I, we ha- This is the most snow we've had in a long time. A long time. I'm surprised they haven't called in the army yet. to, to remove. Do you remember when they did that? I sure do. <laughs> Mel Asman? I wasn't living here then. Okay. i was on the east coast laughing my ass off yeah, of at course. you guys and how pathetic you were national embarrassment <laughs> pick up a shovel yeah like the rest of us okay anyway wimpy torontonians <laughs> but i have a program today and i live and let live
0: very right? good yeah. yeah
1: all right so into our into our topic jar we go hey. um just a reminder we'd love to hear from you it uh, doesn't matter if you're in the UK, New Zealand, Botswana, the Southern United States, Western, Eastern, Canada. Mars, Jupiter, Uranus. <laughs> well, I don't want to hear from Uranus. Thanks very much. <laughs> you can email us the number two sober chicks at gmail.com or drop us a line on uh, Facebook. Um, what was I going to say now? I forget. You're still
0: thinking about your anus. <laughs> I was going to say my anus. Okay, let's move, forward. let's move forward.
1: Shall we? Oh, that's what I was going to say. If you ever thought sobriety can't be fun, I hope that by listening to these 10 minutes with us, or 12 minutes, not perfect timing, um, that you find some joy and that you can see that sobriety is so much fun. Recovery is fun.
0: Yes. It reminds me of how we were at one of our sisters, uh, one of her family members passed away and we were at the funeral. Yeah. And we're sitting there at a funeral and I think there was four or five of us around a table, killing ourselves laughing. Yeah. Making a lot of noise, just having a good time. And then, uh, I don't know. I feel like whenever I'm at an event like a wedding or a, a funeral or we're there to support one another, there's just something really beautiful and magical and light and lovely about yeah. us when we gather together and yeah, and in any kind of environment
1: really. And you know what else I love? That we don't make it about us in those moments because mm. the old me would have made it all about me. Yeah. Um, but it's, we were there totally to support the person that we loved in recovery
0: and in one second like you made a comment on our little chat group how you just literally threw something out like so-and-so's family member has passed away and within I think two and a half minutes four of us were like I'll be there yeah like done
1: yeah and she said to me oh you did this didn't you and I said no I just passed the information on and within seconds they all were like yep we'll be there we'll be there so good that's just how it is oh I love our little yeah We've talked about sisterhood before, but it is wonderful. It's one of the many gifts uh, of sobriety. When you work at it, if you don't work at it, um, then you are going to feel disconnected. If you sit around waiting for other people to come to you, Mm -hmm. um, then you're going to feel disconnected. You're not, you're going to remain outside looking in. Um, When I first came in, I I was a little bit like that. I was like, why aren't people coming up and talking to me? Well, because you're an angry looking motherfucker. That's why. People are probably afraid of you. You know, Um, I had to drop that, the chip on my shoulder. And then then I was able to reach out and go up to other people. Mm. And and I have just found such a tribe uh, in recovery that I've I've never had before. Me neither. Um, You know, I've had friends before. But this is a deep spiritual connection that we have.
0: 100%. And when you talk about doing the work, it's like the promises. So we read these amazing promises. But... To me, whenever I hear the promises, that last line, I always put up my hand because the last line is, if we work for them, right. if. All these amazing things can happen, but not if you're just gonna sit back, and I'm sorry to people that don't do the work or the steps, but if you're just gonna go to meetings, I don't know how those promises are gonna come true. You have to do the work.
1: I'm gonna grab the book. Do you want? I think we should talk about the promises. Oh,
0: perfect. That's our topic. That is our topic for today. All right. So the promises we read at meetings, are only a handful of the promises that we have in our, in our book, which I think are over 80. And these promises in particular, uh, what a lot of people don't know, is that they are actually directly attributed to what happens halfway through your step nine, which is, uh, is it made direct amends to such people wherever possible except when to do so would injure them or others? That's yes. nine, yeah, because yeah. eight is making a list. Um, and often you will hear people say, don't stop until the miracle happens. Uh, they're often referring to, these promises that are being made so Lisa's actually looking for this the promises in our book right now she's got her big book open it's all highlighted and noted all right here we go can we start with as God's people I don't know if you're gonna start there anyways but that's oh, yeah. my favorite
1: I was totally gonna start because I love that uh, as God's people we stand on our feet We don't crawl before anyone. If we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. We are going to know a new freedom, a new happiness. We will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. Mm. We will comprehend the word serenity, page turn, and we will know peace. No matter how far down the scale we have gone, we will see how our experience can benefit others that feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. Amen. Uh, We will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Self-seeking will slip away. Our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Fear of people and of economic insecurity will leave us. We will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. us. We will suddenly realize that God is doing doing for us what we, we could not do, do for ourselves. ourselves. Are these extravagant promises? We, we think, think not.
0: not. They are being
1: fulfilled among us, sometimes quickly and sometimes slowly. And now my hand goes in there with my finger. Testify. <laughs> they will always materialize if, if we, we work, work for them. them. Right. Reminding me, uh, us of that saying, faith without works is dead. You know, that's a great, um, a great saying. Mm. In other Biblical. words, you know, you have to do some work to go along with the faith that you have. That's great. I love that. So Uh, good. The Promises. And for years when they read The Promises, I kind of got irritated. I'm like, this again? Because Mm. it wasn't happening for me because I wasn't doing the work. Ah. And and now when I hear The Promises, um, I would say for the first year or so, I cried when I heard The Promises because I was like, this is happening. I can't believe it.
0: I remember the moment that I actually heard them and started to register. Oh my God, it's true. And it's not a one-time deal. It's not like, oh, fear of economic insecurity will leave us. That one comes back to me a lot. (laughs) And it's just the way it is. You're not doing anything wrong if sometimes those things are true for you and sometimes they're not. But the miracle is that none of those things I had a glimpse of very much while I was drinking and now those things are a, a pretty constant in my life. Like yeah. intuitively knowing how to handle situations with you, which used to baffle me.? Right. That doesn't happen without God in my life. And so now let go and let God or but for the grace of God or what, however you want to frame it, I intuitively know how to deal with it. And sometimes it's, you know what?
1: Do nothing, Julie. Yeah. Just sit back and listen. <laughs> yeah. And how about do nothing for a change? Yep, that's a good one. Keep your mouth shut. How about you don't provide your opinion in this moment? (laughs) That's a great one for me. (laughs) Stay the fuck quiet. (laughs) That should be a slogan.
0: Stay the fuck quiet. Stay the fuck quiet. Oh
1: my God, I love it. We should start our own slogans. Let's start our own
0: damn group and have our own damn slogans. (laughs) Said every alcoholic that ever existed and which is why we have the traditions. Right. To wrangle us in. (laughs) Right. Uh, How many times did you want to rewrite the big book? Did you ever have that moment i did not i've always had a deep respect for the words as they were written and i realized early on if i'm really gonna get hung up on language and little things i've got way bigger problems than i need to be
1: yeah you were farther ahead than i was because i didn't get that i wanted to change the book i didn't like the way the book was written i'm like old white guys in the 1930s wrote this book How could they possibly understand me? Mm. And yet I'm reading the first couple pages going, oh my God, it's like they're looking into my soul. Yeah. How do they know that I feel this way? How do they know I think this way and I do these things?
0: I didn't think I related to Bill at all until my first sponsor told me when we were booking, which is a pr- very intensive process of going through the big book word by word and underlining things and defining things. Mm-hmm. She told me as per the instructions, it's actually called Big Book Awakening. I do it with my sponsors. I love it. To underline everything in Bill's story that I related to. And it could just be a word. Mm-hmm. And by the time I finished it and looked at it, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I identify with Bill. This yeah. is amazing. Yeah.
1: And I love what you said about if I, I have bigger problems than this, if I'm going to get hung up on language, you know, I, I, I try to point that out to people too. When I'm working with newcomers, like just let that go. We call it, um, resigning from the debating society. Yeah. Stop, you know, trying to prove how smart you are or that you're right and this is wrong. And why don't you just try to have an open mind? Let's work on that for a while.
0: Keep an open mind. That's a slogan we Another forgot. Slogan yeah. From the last podcast. That's a
1: really good one. That is a good one.
0: Um, I just had a thought, and now it left my head, so I don't know what it is. Nice. Is it in your anus?
1: <laughs> it's possible. Let's take a look. Was that from the last podcast or the beginning of this one? Yeah, I
0: don't know if I that's don't... from our last podcast, but if it is, um, that wasn't just out of the ether. Out of the, yeah,
1: or out of my ass. But anyway, we're out of time. so.
0: <laughs> On that note, we'll end there.
1: I'm Lisa. I'm Julie. Thank you so much for listening to...
0: Two Sober Chicks. We love you. Have a great 24.